You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It's my privilege and honor to welcome back to the podcast the president of Purdue University, Mitch Daniels. President Daniels, how you doing? I'm well, Adam. Thanks very much. Hey, thank you so much for your time. I'm very uh, grateful for this, uh, joining the podcast. I want to, um, first of all, to start this episode by just saying thank you. As you know, as your tenure at Purdue is ending, I just want to thank you for the job you've done, especially over the last couple of years, just navigating through the COVID crisis and just everything you've done for the university when it came to keeping kids in the classroom as much as possible to being one of, a, if not the only university in the state, not to mandate the max vaccines and just keep uh, Purdue a success and building enrollment and everything that you've done. So I just want to start off the episode by thanking you for that and then just kind of get your reflections over uh, the past couple of years. You're nice to say all that, but it's really not necessary. I always said the person should not be uh, thanked for doing what it's their duty or responsibility to do. And that's, that's the way we saw that. Now, my main reflection, if you're asking about the period of the pandemic is that, that uh, it was a tremendous uh, communal or collective accomplishment um, and uh, something that I will uh, always be grateful to have gone through, not that any of us wished the problem had, uh, had arisen, but uh, to have seen uh, an entire community uh, come together. And we needed every element of the community, and most specifically our students who were just magnificent in uh, looking out for themselves, for each other. As we said, protect yourself, protect your, uh, protect others, protect Purdue. Yeah. And, uh, so it was, uh, uh, we all wish it never happened, but it was ha uh, given that it did, uh, we were all very, I think here, uh, gratified to, to have worked through it together as we did. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, a great job. And you mentioned, you know, uh, students, you know, and it just defines a Boilermaker, right? You use that word grit a lot and just how they all came together and, yeah. and made it through it. Well, I want to I want to spend a, a large chunk of our time here in a few minutes kind of just reflecting on your last 10 years, as I know this is probably the last time I'll have you on the podcast before your tenure ends. But before we jump into that, just some more recent exciting announcements that have come across uh, the wires from Purdue, and that's uh, the Rolls-Royce Alliance and the Skywater Technology Fabrication Facility. Just talk about those announcements and the impact they'll have. When I first came here, one of the things I uh, thought would make it make the job well worth uh, uh, trying on was that uh, uh, any uh, research-based university like ours, but especially one like Purdue, and 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 more especially the Purdue of today, where we have invested so heavily in the so-called STEM disciplines, grown engineering, grown computer science, our Polytechnic Institute, and all uh, and all of those things. Um, such a university, I believe, uh, uh, could be not only an important source of talent, the talent that a that a successful state needs but also a, an economic magnet in its own right. And uh, that's what we've set out to do. And, and any alums watching, uh, e even if they've been coming to campus uh, on and off, will have seen um, uh, huge changes. I hear this all the time from alums that, uh, what's that, what's that? And of course, the, uh, the biggest of that has been the Discovery Park District, um, triggered by our State Street investment that uh, we undertook with the city of West Lafayette. And now, uh, just as we hoped it would, it's blossoming with new high-tech businesses 
that are uh, making uh, this area, I believe, one of the great economic engines, not only of Indiana, but in the whole country. It was recently rated the number one place in America for career opportunities, Lafayette, Indiana, West Lafayette, Indiana. And there's only one reason, which is Purdue. Um, And so uh, from our end, what we're trying to do, uh, what we're doing is uh, by attracting these businesses, uh, we're able to create, I think, a more flourishing, more attractive environment right here on the borders of the campus uh, so that we can, in the future, recruit the best faculty, the best students to a more vibrant uh, area that's more vibrant than it's ever been. And meanwhile, these companies are providing internships and jobs for our students and new research opportunities for our faculty. And um, and all you can say, especially after Skywater, is, uh, golly, uh, sometimes a plan comes together. Yeah, no kidding. And man, you, you hit the nail on the head too, just making students more job ready today than in the history of higher education. It's just yeah. incredible what's going on up there. Hey, another uh, a recent announcement just coming out last week, ranking Purdue the fourth most trusted public university in the United States. Uh, no surprise to Boilermakers, but still your reaction as you see that come uh, across your table. Same as many other similar ones that have that have happened uh, uh, over the last few years. I think it's a reflection, first of all, just of being better known. We've worked at that, and I hope we've done some things that that merited national attention and recognition. We've certainly gotten a lot uh, more of it. It's reflected, by the way, in the explosion of applications from the other forty nine states, uh, which have something like you know tripled in the last uh, or more in the last uh, eight or nine years. Um, but uh, without knowing exactly uh, how much stock to put in uh, in a judgment like that, there's nothing you'd rather be known for as any institution these days than being trusted. And um, so, I, yes, we were we were happy to see it, just as we were happy to see um, high high rankings for our various uh, academic departments rising. Uh, one of the most they somebody found us one of the most innovative universities one of the best places for entrepreneurism and technology transfer, all all these things uh, are good to see um, now. You're only as good as your next game or our next year. And so uh, we we may smile at them, but uh, we, we know that the work is never done. Right on, right on. And then, hey, this announcement that just came out, I believe just yesterday, uh, a, a topic and a, a person that's important, I think, to both of us here, uh, Tyler Trent, the fourth uh, recipient of the Tyler Trent Courage Recipient Award, Eric Magalanis, I think is how you pronounce his last name. I just talk about him and, you know, just the courage he has shown at Purdue with everything he's gone through. I created the award of, uh, in Tyler's name. Uh, uh, first, of course, because he left such an in, uh, unforgettable uh, legacy here, in, but also because uh, that legacy happened to fit, I believe, the Boilermaker ethos so very well. Um, we believe that uh, part of a Purdue education, uh, in addition to great academic preparation, ought to be to prepare people for life and the inevitable setbacks that come, the disappointments that come. Thank goodness very few people ever have a terrible um, uh, problem like Tyler had, but uh, we wanted to honor uh, young people in his memory who have overcome genuine adversity, and in each of the, if you look at each of the four uh, awardees, um, 
uh, this one um, is 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 fully typical. It, really incredible uh, courage he's shown through uh, uh, multiple surgeries and and a and a cancer that struck him um, with the same good humor and and uh, upbeat attitude that that Tyler was so amazingly um, uh, so so amazingly demonstrated. Um, a, a perfect fit for for an award that I hope Purdue will always um, give and uh, that will always inspire other students who face lesser challenges to uh, to tackle them uh, successfully. Yeah, for sure. It was incredible to uh, reading his story uh, yesterday after that release came out. Um, I want to move uh, switch subjects a little bit here, talking about uh, the decision uh, you made uh, announced last month, I guess you made it a few months ago, but announced last month, the decision to step down at the end of the year. Tell me about that and then the uh, selection of Dr. Shang for your replacement. They were closely connected. I have always believed that the final exam of, uh, of a CEO or someone in a job like mine is succession, that the job is, it cannot, you cannot uh, um, see yourself as fully successful unless you leave the uh, endeavor, the enterprise uh, in strong shape and in strong hands, hands that will take it and uh, further upward and not uh, not either uh, stall out or uh, worse yet, undo things that you believe were good for the institution. And I think we've uh, honored that. Listen, I love this job. I could gladly have stayed longer. I don't think I have... Uh, I certainly haven't lost uh, my zest for it. I don't think I've run out of ideas. You're going to see us launch a couple uh, new ones that that I won't be here to finish uh, even yet this uh, fall. Um, but uh, your first duty is to the institution. And uh, I saw a chance, I thought, to smoothly transition to a spectacular talent who is so well suited to the Purdue of today, the Purdue we have tried to build uh, further in these last 10 years. And, um, you know, uh, and I, I've told a lot of friends that I always thought a good rule was uh, better a year too soon than a day too late. <laughs> and uh, maybe this is, you could say maybe a little soon, but uh, I didn't want to stay till um, we went stale or um, uh, let alone uh, made, a, made a hash of something. Understandable. Well, I, 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 again, just thank you for the job you've done over the last decade. Uh, so what, what's next for president Daniels? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> haven't known, don't haven't known before. And, you know, didn't, didn't know this was coming uh, this job. Thank goodness it did. I don't know that, that at this point it, it's likely, uh, probably unlikely to be something as all absorbing as 24 seven, uh, as, as, as this job, uh, is, and, um, but, uh, we'll see. I've been surprised before. <laughs> So no, no, nothing to break here on the podcast today with uh, what's up next. What's up next? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's okay. Hey, as uh, you know, uh, I wanted to spend some time here just kind of reflecting on the past 10 years. You know, as I look at, you know, just everything, uh, just this extremely long list of everything you've been able to accomplish and the university has accomplished uh, during your decade long tenure. I mean, some of these things, you know, freezing tuition and uh, Purdue Global, Purdue Polytechnic, and, and the list goes on and on and on in growth. Uh, as you kind of look back, what stands out most to you or what are you most proud of? I think the um, uh, escalation in, in Purdue's reputation, which was already a strong one uh, across the country, I'd like to think that we've earned it. 
in in a in a variety of ways, not for any one thing, uh, uh, not simply because uh, of our uh, uh, record of of lowering costs uh, for students to come here, uh, but uh, uh, the quality. You know, we have never and we never would um, risk uh, quality uh, in in behalf of affordability. You have to do them both. You know, in an interview very early in my tenure here, uh, just out of just in, uh, impromptu, I I used the phrase "higher education at the highest proven value," mm. and I've never really improved on that since then. As a as a way to sum up our goal, we want to provide uh, the highest form of education at the highest value, meaning quality over cost. Mm. Uh, that's how we all assess value at the store or anywhere else and proven value, which we have tried to do to, to make sure that uh, any way we can that the uh, measure the uh, uh, the the, uh, um, the the level, the merit of a Purdue education. And uh, I think we've been making steady progress on that uh, along those criteria. And if if we have, that's that's something to feel good about. Yeah, for sure. And not to single anybody or anything out, but is there any project creation, anything you launched during your tenure that that stands out above others or the most? You know, you're asking me to choose between my children, among my children, <laughs> I, I suppose. Well, the Discovery Park District that we talked about ha has the chance to be, uh, and is, I think is on its way to being, not only, a, as we say these days, transformative event for Purdue and for, and for Greater Lafayette, but for the whole state of Indiana. Yeah. Uh, and um, I don't believe Skywater, in fact, I promise you, Skywater, uh, Rolls-Royce, Saab, the, uh, uh, Schweitzer Electrics, uh, the, these are not the last, they're just the first of the new businesses, therefore the new opportunities for our fellow citizens that that will bring. So that's certainly way up there. I do feel grateful to have uh, uh, been a part of the unique um, um, achievement of uh, holding uh, costs here, not just flat, but actually down slightly from 2012. Um, again, um, not, not as much as a personal matter, but the fact that that took, as our staying open during the pandemic took, uh, a big collective effort. And uh, uh, the only way that could have ever happened. And it's always fulfilling to be part of that. Uh, uh, that is to say, some big uh, undertaking that's a lot bigger than you. Yeah, that's incredible and awfully a lot to be uh, proud of up there. Hey, as we're wrapping up our time here, uh, I always enjoy talking uh, uh, some sports with you. So I thought we could just wrap it up with some uh, sports here. Uh, just kind of your thoughts on the current state of uh, Purdue athletics. You know, I know there's a lot more invested in invested in Ross State Stadium. Our students continue to excel in the classroom. Let's talk about you know, from your perspective as a president, but also a fan of uh, Purdue sports, your thoughts. Well, I'm a fanatic fan. I'm very excited about our athletic program uh, it, um, in every dimension, as you just mentioned, uh, uh, the character of our athletes, the genuine uh, academic uh, careers they have here. Um, and, uh, and of course, their, their success. I think we're going to, uh, I think we have the some of the best coaches in America, uh, certainly in our in our marquee revenue sports, we do. Matt Painter and Jeff Brom are just without parallel, in my opinion. Looking for great seasons from them. 
uh, you know, not to end on a on a down note, but I am troubled about college sports in general. And uh, although Purdue may uh, come out fine uh, being inside the tent, so to speak, in the uh, uh, the new uh, division, which is uh, uh, the uh, coming, I believe, to certainly to Division One football, if not beyond, um, that doesn't mean that I'm not uh, very bothered by the professionalization of what has been uh, college athletics, and I am, and that, or that I'm not worried about uh, collateral damage that it may have for other institutions who aren't uh, uh, part of the uh, new. Uh, big TV contracts yeah. or for smaller schools um, who have uh, been struggling anyway, some of them to maintain their athletic programs. So um, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see where it leads, but in terms of what's right in front of us, um, uh, first game of the college football season is here in our stadium uh, with Penn state coming in. That'll be a great start to what I hope is another great football season. And you know, Matt Painter's, building another juggernaut uh, 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 over in Mackey. Yeah, for sure. Coach Shondell in the volleyball season is kicking off here pretty soon. Yeah. And, and, of course, I think Co Coach Gerald's is turning that uh, women's basketball program around as yeah, well. Yeah, thanks for cool. mentioning both of those. Uh, uh, Katie Gerald's going to be uh, – I, I hope she serves her whole career here because I think she's going to be uh, one day seen as one of the great coaches anywhere. And, uh, yeah, what, uh, what uh, Coach Shondell – has built, you know, we were a, a contender, national contender this last year, and mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be even better. Yeah. And, you know, other sports doing as well, too. Of course, soccer and volleyball or soccer and wrestling. And it's, it's like you mentioned, we got great coaches. Uh, and I think, you know, Mr. Bobinski is doing everything right over there in the uh, athletic side of things. And so a lot to be excited about as a Boilermaker. I'm glad you touched on the, the state of college sports because I, I share that same sentiment with you with the NIL. I think, Maybe, maybe well, it was well-intentioned. I, I don't think they thought it would be as crazy as this. And I, I agree. It feels almost like free agency in professional sports at this point. So hopefully, um, like you mentioned, hopefully you can get that corrected or at least shifted into a, a positive direction. Cause I, I hate to see what seemed like such a pure thing in college sports kind of, you know, take a, a, a wrong turn there. Well, uh, as we're wrapping up, we'll, we'll we'll flip from that negative to a positive here. Have you told Dr. Uh, Shang that he has to continue on the tradition of uh, find find the president in the student section at football games? No, <laughs> I, I, it's not for me to tell him uh, how to uh, conduct himself in any way. He'll find his own uh, way as he should, uh, and uh, and and he's believe me, he's going to be a very successful and I believe very uh, beloved president here. He's very enthusiastic. And as I say, he brings uh, to the job uh, not only great energy, but uh, remarkable um, talents and uh, and aptitudes that, again, fit the Purdue of today. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a research, a STEM-centric uh, powerhouse, uh, academic powerhouse that is also a major contributor to the uh, economic growth of our region and the state. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited for the uh, for, for the future of Purdue. I know it continues uh, being great hands here. As we're wrapping up, President Daniels, the last question for you. And again, thank you so much uh, for your time and joining the podcast and having having you on a couple few times over the last few years. Uh, just any last th uh, thoughts for my listeners? 
just that, uh, you know, I, I hope you're as grateful as as I am. I suspect most of your listeners are here in Indiana. I think the state has a great future. I, I hope you feel that your university, if you're a Boilermaker, has been making a material contribution to it. And uh, I'm just, I'm promising you in all the dimensions we just talked about, a steady improvement of, of, of the academic uh, product, steadily growing research contributions to the knowledge uh, of society, a steady translation, more translation into new companies and uh, new new goods and services to make life better for everybody. Uh, and uh, uh, by uh, by building the economy right here around the campus, I hope I hope uh, you uh, share my belief that the uh, we're just getting started. The future is going to be even better. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for those words. President Daniels, I appreciate uh, your time and everything you've done for the university. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod, and you can find the full video interviews on the Fox 59 and CBS4 website. You can also listen to, subscribe, like, and or comment on the podcasts on all the major podcast platforms, including now on Amazon Podcasts as well. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.